us your tips. Daggy and Beaver back for a Saturday preview. Queensland, well, one of Queensland's biggest days of racing. Stradbroke Day coming up this weekend, Beaver. We've got a pretty good card at Hillside to look at as well. How's life treating you? Very good. Thank you, Adrian. Um, I'm well and uh, looking forward to doing another show. Excellent. What's that grin for? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, all Just right. Cute. To enjoy ourselves. All right, yeah, it's been a fun night watching. I'm those. trying to cheer you up yeah. after a, a after a Tigers um, performance and a half. Just geeks. What do you say about them? Anyway, yeah, uh, we I don't, got, we I got, don't want to upset you anymore. <laughs> we've got racing. I've just the the smoke just stopped it coming out of my ears. So, well, largely the headphones <laughs> on. But anyway, we'll we'll talk about some racing. Hey, we've got uh, the Stratty to look at tomorrow. We're at Eagle Farm. Uh, weather's good. Tracks good. Rails in the four meter mark. Uh, should, I think you're probably running line by the end of the day. Uh, clear air, so typical legal farm. Uh, not a bad meeting. What do you make of uh, what we've got here? Yeah, I thought it was a um, pretty good meeting. Um, plenty to pick from. I think there's some good value around and uh, a number of chances uh, across the cap. We'll kick off with the first, which is a listed race for the two-year-olds, the Oxdale Stakes, 1,300 metres, and I'll let you... Uh, yeah, let you take the first kick. Thank you, thank you, mate. Um, I've narrowed it down to two here in the first here at the farm. Um, the one I've put on top is the unbeaten Lee's trained infancy. Mm-hmm. Um, like like its form to date, a uh, couple of nice runs around uh, the Gold Coast Ipswich tracks, but it's one with a bit in hand, I think, and uh, being well fancied in those uh, around the eight to ten dollar mark. I think it can run a really bold race, drawn well. Um, main danger, the number nine from the inside gate, Queen of Dragons. I think it comes through some really good form lines. Uh, first up was behind uh, Zaya, which was a pretty good run, and then had some nice form back in Sydney. Tried well prior to that first up effort. Uh, I think it can run well as well. Beautiful. Uh, I think if it's a live chance, I think I'll have lucked both uh, what it's done in an albeit weaker grade both times. I've I've ended up coming back to this uh, Melbourne horse here, Isthmus. Uh, well, we liked it going into that Flemington race. It was a bit green. I took a while to get going up the straight there. It's come up to Queensland, trialled like a bomb. I like Mickey D appearing on this program. I've found him a few times throughout the card. And uh, the each way price, I'm going to uh, probably start the day with it. I think abounding's the obvious, comes through the obvious form lines there. And uh, you've mentioned infancy, but has done nothing wrong. Been impressive twice. Uh, good little race to start the day. We've got the Mile Gunsin Classic uh, race two and a good betting chance up next. I think Yellow Brick picks himself here, assuming he doesn't get a start later on. Uh, did everything right. He's done everything right a lot this career, but uh, just ran into a pretty good one last time out. He gets a great run here. This is a weaker race than what he met. Uh, around the dollar, what are we about? Dollar sixty-five, dollar seventy. Anything better than that? I think's good shopping, and I think it wins. Only possible danger to me is the dry tracker Redina. Uh, I like that it's now been able to take up a position on pace, and uh, and probably comes here as a live chance. Yeah, it is the only danger. But yellow brick, I think, I think it's value. To be honest, I probably should have won last start. To be brutally honest, um, the other horse won well, but it. it was locked in, didn't get out too late, and was hitting the line better than anybody else. Um, the sixteen hundred, I think, suits, and um, the only thing that could probably beat here is some kind of muddling pace and uh, losing a leg. So <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. What, what it has in its advantage is that um, it can lead if it has to as well. So even a muddling pace shouldn't be too much of an of an issue. 
the third uh, more black type listed Wayne Wilson plate here uh, where we get over the mile where we get a lot of these old um, old whackers coming here uh, and the fresh blood looks really good to me. Uh, Angus Two Hopes again. I'm going to – I'm struggling to split them. Uh, I'll look for your insight a bit here, but uh, I think Antino and Munamek is the, gar the market suggests are the two. Uh, Got to like what Munamek did last time out, wrapped that field up, ran away from them. Inside gate now becomes a little bit of a trickier task, but uh, good man for the job there, Mark Zara. Uh, so slight leaning if it gets a lead here to Antino. Uh, being very good every time, is up in grade, but down in weight. Jimmy Ormond's no problem. And as, I, as I've said, there's not a lot of chases here. Skyman was the finisher in the lead up. Perhaps this has been a target all along. Uh, Nash is stuck on the seven-day backup next best. What do you reckon? Yeah, there's... Only two clear chances here. The rest of them are, as you say, just whacking away their past their best. And um, it is only a small field. I think you're right. Uh, Antino is going to get uh, the lead. I don't. I just don't know how much pressure's here um, and how much pace is on. If it can get some easy sectionals, uh, Munamek has. He's going to find it hard to run down. But I am going to go Munamek. Um, it is because it's a horse I follow, and I do think it's a pretty good horse. Um, and the other things on the way up, I am concerned about how the race might be run. And but if it does get an, a sufficient enough pace and some clear air, I think it will be too strong at the end. But uh, good race. I'll be keen to see how this plays out. Beautiful, as you mentioned. I think the only pace in the race is Antino and, and Big Boy Roy, so it looks pretty cozy up there. So we'll we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Next is one of the features, a 3,200-metre Brisbane Cup, a Group 2 here. We have um, we said Teofilo Star might uh, just lead and run away last week. It did. It was uh, six bucks down there in a benchmark 78. Now comes to a Group 2 and his favourite. I was a bit shocked by that. Uh, is that the way you're looking at or is, is there other chances here? Well, there's some other chances, no doubt. But, geez, there's going to be a few going backwards. Um Towards the end of this, there's some that you just can't get, you just can't get excited about. Um, and for that reason, you look at Tefillo Star and you go, well, it is going to jump in front, it is going to lead, it's probably going to get there pretty comfortably, and it will run the distance. Um, so there's a lot of things in its favour, and it's well weighted. So looking at that, um, it's going to be super hard to beat. I think um, Al Abar was a good. Uh, it was a good run last start and he's been consistent this time in. It does come from up from uh, Sydney form, so that always generally uh, transfers pretty good into races like this. Looked like it would keep whacking away and get the 3200, so that would be the main danger. And I thought Warning uh, ran a nice race last mm. start and finished off probably the best in that race along the fence. Um, if it gets back to its best, it could run a race, but uh, that's the way I've seen it. I have gone with Alabar on top. Uh, you've covered it off. I think I don't think 3200's an issue. I think it's, it's had the Queensland prep here. We know it goes well up north. Coming off the strong Sydney win and Michael D. All look good to me. Uh, Teofilo Star, I thought, had to be a bet. I think it uh, almost in some ways picked itself. I was just shocked it was so short. Uh, I had several looks at Nerve Not Verve. And, uh, and Selena was the next best. Selena, this would have been its one goal, you know, since that race a few years ago. And Nerve Not Verve, we know, does its best probably out to this, probably wants it wet. So didn't quite um, find it as well as I would have. The fifth is the Maker's Mark 
handicapped where we, over 1,200 metres, where I'm going to stick with blue colours here. I'm forgiving Bacchanalia last week. Uh, pulled up lame and uh, had a few recovery issues as well. Now gets inside gate. It's going to just find a lovely spot straight on the back of a bit of pace here. There's quite a bit of pace up front, actually, that will probably cross here. Uh, and we, with even luck, I think around the $8 mark, I think can give you a great sight here. Uh, the goodbye, big goodbye will be honest in front. It uh, was pretty good last time out, just nab late there. Uh, has some work to do from the gate. Uh, and I, the other two outside the market that I'm sort of a little bit spooked by, uh, Vespertine and Blondo, I think they can both uh, run better than their price suggests. Good race, uh, but that's why I'm going to look at it. Fairly keen if we get the best back in earlier. It's probably the best horse at this stage. Yeah, interesting uh, uh, summary there, Dougie, because I've kind of got a very similar view to you. I've gone with back on earlier as well. I liked it around the Nelly, the double figure odds here. You can put a line through um, last start, as you said, pulled up lane. And, and prior to that, ran a really good race, less than half a length behind. Think about it. Um, yep. That's good form going into a race like this. Gate two, when a lot of the main chances are not drawn uh, all that well and don't suit where they are in running forces like manhood, drawn off the tracks, big goodbye is going to have to be used up. So back on Alia could get the race. And I did have a bit of a liking for Vespertine, resuming around the $12, $13 mark. I think you can run a big race. But this is this is one of the hardest races on the card. There's uh, a thousand chances here. Yeah. Uh, I thought you might. You do love some Graham Begg. Uh, you're giving his next runner a chance in the Q22, which is up next, 1.2 mil. 2,200 metres, uh, and we get the lead up through the Zaki race as well as without the fight race. Uh, but non-conformist pops up here. Any chance? And who are you picking if not? Yeah, not a not overly keen. Not uh, not one of the chances I would be looking at. Oh, I really like the favourite without a fight. Um, we were all over it last start, and uh, the way it exploded through uh, last start, that was... Uh, Super impressive. This looks like a horse on on the way up. And uh, I think this may be a horse that is looking towards the Melbourne Cup and might be a live chance if it runs well in this. Yeah, you have to like what it did. It, it only it won that race in about five strides last time. Uh, yeah. The inside it was very impressive. Class horse, I think, has upside. And uh, this time probably gets some more clear air, just gets the outside and uh, it's going to be very hard to beat. I've gone the same way. Uh, I've treated Dewis as the main danger. I know if you go through its record, it doesn't have a great second mm. up record, but a lot of that was prep runs for longer stuff. A lot of it was 1,400 and 600 metre runs. Uh, has now had a few trolls into that first up run. It was pretty good. Back the inside, straight to 2,200 metres where it won the Oaks here. Uh, I think runs really well here from the gate. Uh, gets a cosy run and I'll probably save on it. I had a, I had a few looks at the three-year-old fame. Because I'm just sick of the rest of these, to be quite frank. Uh, but as a result, uh, that international is going to be very hard to beat. All, all that being said, it is. And if you're looking at that, I, I think Lunsi's at twenty to one um, for the Cornella. Uh, I don't think that's uh, without a chance. Well, Lunsi's put that race away and just, um, if anything, maybe hit that hit the front a little too soon. Uh, a bit too early. Yeah, that's right. And and gets Nash now, and uh, they can run the Cornell here. You're right, hundred percent. Uh, I was with Numerian in Huayta, but yeah, we'll move on. Uh, in in that Zaki race, I mean, but um, I've just decided that I'm going to stick with the international here. And you've made a good case for the Cornella horse. Uh, the mile, group one, uh, 
For the two-year-olds, the JJ Atkins Stakes, it's generally a Waller affair. And again, he's got all the keys here. Uh, for me, uh, I've, I've found a couple of them. Uh, I really like this congregation. The more I've thought about this, I think it's a nice, it's, it was a couple million dollar horse, but uh, both its runs have uh, still been a little bit green, looks big, strong horse, a nice mover. I think it's perfect for the mile. Gets a nice run here. Uh, and around a 13 bucks, I will start with that. And I'm going to also back Chrysor here. Uh, started favourite in that lead. It was pretty well backed. It's now 16 bucks with Nash. It copped a big whack trying to get out there, if you go back and watch that race. By the time it balanced up, it actually was quite good through the line. Even like it probably wins that lead up and is, is well in the market here. So I'm going to take 16 bucks. Uh, I'm fairly confident playing both. I think we get a result out of at least one of them. And given that Tannhauser's on the drift, I've just noticed now, but coming up um, from that other Sydney stuff, I didn't think it was that strong to be uh, to be ready to go and stamp at favourite. So looking to the other Waller runners, uh, there's other bits and pieces here. Azula runs well and uh, Miracle of Love as well, but uh, that's the way I've seen it. What have you made of it? Yeah, another good race here, another open one with plenty of chances here. You could pick 10 different horses here, but I'm... Twinhauser is the one I'm going. Um, I had a bit of a, a watch on it last start when it won, and I thought, oh, this, this, that was a good win. Um, it picked them up and put them away pretty easy there. Again, this is probably better company, you're right, but I uh, really like the way um, it did hit the line. And as you, as you alluded to, Walla um, has a bit of a hold on this. And if you go back, um, it does have some listed form back at uh, Ramwick, uh, where it was behind Tom Kitten, which was a nice run. I think it's improved since then. We saw that last start, it's gonna be hard to beat. And uh, one of the main dangers, make a call. I know it's had a few starts and hasn't won yet, but uh, it probably should have went pretty close last yeah. start. It was it was really the, the horse um, that was unlucky. And if you go back, um, has some form in, in group one and group two, group three type races where it's ran really well and only just been off the mark. Uh, this could be the day it runs well, and I think the wide draw is okay. Beautiful. The feature is the uh, the Stradbroke Handicap 1,400-metre Group 1 race, and I'm going to give you first crack at it. It's a beauty, isn't it? Um, I've got it down to two. Uh, you can't go past uh, think about it as, as you're on top pick. Um, just keeps getting better and better with every run. Um, it's one that's eight, eight out of nine, and uh, the way it won last start was was excellent. Uh, had to be used up a little bit, but got in there, sat up closer to the pace than normal and showed how versatile it was and was hitting the line hard. That would have topped it off for this, being its main target, um, 1,400 suits. And uh, gate 12, I don't think's too bad. I think it can probably no, find fine. a spot. Um, in the running line. Main danger, clearly Cardinal Gem at $12. I would not be letting that get under my guard. It was three, it was four wide the whole way in that spring and was still hitting the line harder than any other horse. Um, shouldn't be shouldn't be stuck that wide in this. Uh, if there's any chink in the armour of think about it, uh, I think Cardinal Gem will be the one finding it. Uh, I knew you were going exactly there with both those horses, and I'm not really going to argue with you. Uh, it was um, uh, you've summed it up pretty well. We've done enough of these shows to know what each other's exactly. going to do by now, right? Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Big handicaps. Uh, you want outside gates, so both those gates 
uh, looked pretty good to me. I've got to think about it on top in a in a world where we're dearth of top quality sprinters, really. Where um, you know, the best sprinters are all eight and nine years old these days. Uh, think about it; can fill this gap. I think it can win this and uh, win this well. To be honest, uh, if I'm looking for dangers, you've covered Cardinal Gem. I'm forgiving Villana as well. Three wide the whole way. Last time, I couldn't believe they opened somewhere at 50s, apparently, but uh, I missed that. It's now 20s. Uh, and Aft Cabin was another nice warm-up going through the gears late there, chasing Giga Kick, Trial Since, and uh, back up with the Swoopers Gate is in the game. I'll cover off the other bits and pieces when we get to the quaddy there. But uh, fantastic race. Uh, for the record, taking on Hawaii 5.0. I, I have an opinion of the horse. I don't have an opinion of Gate 3 with the jockey in a race like this. Um, otherwise, would be giving it a higher berth. It's weighted pretty well, about 49.5. Definitely, which is why Rachel King's riding. But I, I can see it being three back, just in a world of trouble. Uh, unfortunately, it'll probably win now, open your mouth. But anyway, we've got the Dane Ripper to talk about. 1,300 metres wraps us up for the girls. And I was drawn to She's a Belter here. Uh, I've... Always had a bit of an opinion of, of the horse. I might be a run early. Uh, nice, uh, decent, just a quiet trial at Roundwick. Nice trial at Gosford. Comes up here. This might be the setup for the group one in a couple of weeks. The, uh, whatever it is now, Tiara or Roses, whatever they call it there. Uh, that might be its ultimate goal. But I think it finds a nice race here and uh, can run well from uh, uh, Ekaterina if it gets a start and a jockey. Flashing home, beaten by the gate last time. I think's in this. I didn't necessarily like Roots' trial. I, I know we sort of talked about it last week. Didn't run there. Had a trial instead last week, and it, it was a bit plain to me. Uh, and revolutionary rev, blah, 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 revolutionary misses in the game if Mark Zara's next best. Uh, but I think there are three main chances. What have you thought of it? Yeah, I'll put revolutionary miss on top. Uh, I really like the form lights of... Mm-hmm. For it. I thought it was, a, it was a nice quiet trial. wasn't too bad at Gosford and was a good one um, at Randwick. But if you go back to its form, um, Group 2, um, before it went out, ran second behind Cyril Leo Miss. was an excellent run. And the start before that, uh, won the Group 2 at Flemington. Um, outstanding. Um, I think it can run really well here if it's um, tuned up enough. And I really like the price and uh, can't go past Comrade Rosa. Third up will have improved and... Uh, Around the fourteen dollars, I think both of those are not a bad way to play the last. Perfect. Uh, we've got a look at the uh, Eagle Farm Quaddy on Stradbroke Day. I'm going to kick off in the first leg with one Huayta, two Numerian, three without a fight, twelve Dues. Second leg, one Safrado, two Chrysor, five Congregation, six Tannhauser, ten Solidify, fourteen Azula. 17, Miracle of Love. Third leg, three, Valana. Nine, Think About It. Ten, Cardinal Gem. Twelve, Aft Cabin. If you're going wider, the two fillies go in. 13, Royal Merchant. 14, Ruthless Dame. And then we'll come home with three, She's a Belter. Six, Revolutionary Miss. 14, Comrade Rosa. 17, Ekaterina. Uh, Opal Ridge will pop up in one of these races. If you want to throw in a quaddie, I'm not going to hold it against you. Have you got a best in value for Stradbroke Day? I do, uh, without a doubt. My best bet comes up in race six, number three, without a fight. 
And my value bet's coming up in race nine, number six, Revolutionary Miss. My best bet is race two, number one, Yellow Brick. Uh, perhaps a cop-out to throw that in there at $1.60, but I don't care. I think uh, if you're looking away from that, the field value there, race seven, number five, Congregation runs well uh, in race, uh, sort of with you, race nine, both She's a Belt and Rev Miss can run well there as well. Uh, excellent for progatracing.com.au. Of course, check them out for their articles, tips, news going on all the time. Uh, Beaver threw up an article today. I haven't had a look at any results yet. Uh, any luck today? Or should I not have mentioned it? mixed, I think, today. Okay. Um, not one of my better days, but uh, a bit mixed. That's right. We head to Hillside, where hopefully you do have one of your better days, where uh, soft track we're probably going to get, uh, or a winter dead, rail five metres. The weather looks all right. Maybe a bit of mist around tomorrow from what I understand. Uh, standard Hillside down there. We kick off with the 1,000 metres and the babies here. Who do you like in the first? Yeah, pretty hard race here. The... Uh Two in the market are run race ones, so um, that makes it tricky. Got to be hard to beat, but I, I thought at $10, Mafia could run well. Um, mm -hmm. I thought it was a good run. Uh, first up, uh, won pretty comfortably there at one and pretty much controlled the race. Um, natural improvement. Snowden's taken it now down south. I think he can run well. Uh, this is a good race to start the day. I'm Around the $10 again, I'm going to play another one here, Altruist, who we sort of had an opinion of of some nice work going into the Blue Diamond preview. I think the work this time in, trials have been good, and from the inside gate, hopefully can take up a spot for Blake Shin uh, and produce that turn of foot that it's shown in some of its work there. Uh, his first trial, his first starters all have some ability, though. I think Miss Gabbiano, Listen to Zoo, uh, both in the game as is marching in Mafia, who will ride the pace. Uh, so we'll learn a lot more afterwards, but uh, around the double figures, I'll have a stab at Altruist. The Phillies are up next, 1,300 metre benchmark 78, where this is essentially a benchmark 68 bar the top weight, and it's the way I've gone. Jenny Jerome's uh, off two nice, strong wins. Uh, they were both pretty good, strong through the line, and it meets probably a weaker field than what, a lot of what it has beaten already, but what the fresh blood... Hasn't impressed me too much. Uh, so it's my top pick here around the $8 mark. Just has to get the outside for Laura Lafferty and might be a good day for Pat Payne. Uh, there may be plenty of upside here for Extra 2, who was did ride the pace and it was a nice enough win. I'm not sold on this jockey yet, uh, as we'll get to a bit later. Uh, we're, we're a move pin. I'd like to see him actually ride a winner before I really get stuck into him, but uh, might have some upside here in a, on an armchair ride. What are your thoughts? I thought your analysis there was pretty good. I've got extra two on top. I'm pretty keen it can run well. I think it's drawn well. Liked the first up win, won comfortably. I think it's got plenty of upside. But you're right, I'm not sold on the jockey just yet either. Uh, just watched a couple of ones and I was pretty critical of one where he jumped out, kind of flew out, and then he sort of pulled the horse up and kind of sat wide at four or five mm -hmm. wide. And I'm just trying to think of what, which one it was. All red. Um, something mama great mama yes yeah 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 last week yeah and i watched that and it jumped out flew out and then he kind of pulled it back and sat and then gave it no chance um i was wondering what the hell that was right was i was pretty critical of that one um so want to see what i can do uh well, what he can do um but yeah i've got extra two on top here i think it can run well and it might be just to hold on beautiful no no 
That's cool. Uh, and we have the same problem a bit later with another another favourite. Anyway, uh, 2,400 metres, benchmark 78 is up next. Uh, uh, this is Jacane's flying. Are you sticking solid with you, man? Yeah, I am. I think uh, this time of the year is the way to go. When they start flying like this, they're pretty hard to beat. And when they're winning so convincingly, um, should be able to just cross up over from the 13 gate and take up a good spot, um, either in the lead or pretty close to the lead. And again, this is a lot of whackers here that you can just rule out the bottom, probably 10 horses. So there's no chance. Um, clear on top. Mm-hmm. Uh, agree on top for me. I won't dwell on that one. Uh, I, I will give Storm King a berth again. Just sat. That was a, a complete nothing happened in affair last time. Now gets Blake Sheen and probably the lead uh, can improve. And as can uh, never again getting a senior jock, I think, on the quick backup. Might be a couple for your trifectas there. The fourth is uh, Benchmark 70 over the mile. I don't think this is a strong race either for the girls. Uh, and I'm fairly keen on Arctica here. I, I thought the resumption was pretty good. Crossed the line next to Fortunate Kiss and uh, another decent mare whose name just escapes me. Good and proper. Uh, and that's a length of party for one. We've seen that form since hold up. This is uh, from Gate 7 gets a good run and this is a weaker race. I don't think there's much else here. Uh, fairly keen. It's one of the better bets on the card. Uh, if I'm going to point out a, a one over the odds here, perhaps let's say Grace, who went out a winner and came back a winner and uh, might uh, have a little bit of upside there. Now it's found some form. What do you think of this? Yes, same as you. I thought Arctica um, was pretty good first up and this is a weak affair. I kind of went looking uh, for something else and then I come back and went $4.50, $5. I think that's probably a fairly good price. Um I kind of saw it at the top of the market and went, I'm looking for something else, and then came back and went, oh, looked at the form, went price, and I went, oh, this, this isn't as bad as what it looks, um, given the form lines. Um, I think it can run really well. It's uh, second up is two from two, which I also liked. Mm -hmm. uh, handles good and in soft conditions, uh, so it was clear on top for me uh, because I think the rest of them are a pretty weak lot. Awesome. Uh, the fifth is a benchmark hundred sprint over the thousand where, and general Bo's just come out, I've noticed, but, uh, I've just gone completely away from the lead up and I found the fresh horse here, danced to Dubai, uh, jumps on the bunny, Carleen Heffel's flying. Uh, I can see why the market's found it on top for me. Yeah, I, I could only, I, I come down with two and I had that as one, the fresh Fresh horse, 51, Moody, gate four, um, looks to go well. Um, has good first up form as well. Placed five out of the six first up runs. So, you know, it's going to run well. Thought the main danger was maybe Esther La Roca, but this is, again, another sort of weak affair. The Quaddy kicks off, and this will be, this is going to be a fun Quaddy for you to get stuck into, Beaver. The mile benchmark 78 is the first leg. A couple of lightly raced ones with some upside in it. Have you found them? Yeah, I think I have. Um, I've got the number 19, Mudamani on top from the Wallace stable. Um, I think this might have uh, be packed with plenty of potential, this one. Um, one, it's only racing France and then comes here. Uh, thought it was pretty good. Uh, the way it finished him off at, uh, at Sandown, it got, got well back. But uh, 
hit the line like a good horse, gets the extra 200 here. I think the gate's fine, 15, there might be a couple of scratchings, but it can pull to the middle of the track and uh, look out. I think we might see a decent horse. Yeah, undeniable upside for it. Uh, as you said, like that first win. Uh, and the other one in the market, similar, uh, our Redante. My, my biggest concern is there's not a heap of pace up front to so just where they get to and how they get into the race may be a, a concern. So I will also have something on Pitcher Nun who can, we know he can take up a, an on-pace role. Uh, I liked its return win. I thought its trolls leading into it were good. It went out a winner. Another one that's went out a winner, come back a winner, and it's 16 bucks. Uh, I'll have an each-way play on it, but... Uh, I think uh, Mutamani, as they call it, may well be a very nice horse. Uh, I'll also have something, you know, your dollar each way on called when it gets out to hundreds on the exchange. Just now it gets a senior jockey. Uh, the seventh is a open handicap over the mile for the three-year-olds uh, where I've, I've, I'm done with Helking the Road after it won, so I can't go back there. So if you go back and watch uh, Belthill's last run, never got going to late, stuck back to the inside. When it did, it was just picking off that field really nicely. I, thought, I was pretty impressed by the way it got through the line. Uh, I like gate seven. I like it's, that it's 13 bucks. And I think it's going to run a nice race here. Uh, from Golden Path, you know, one start, one win for the Price Kent team and straight to town, that's always scary. And hard to cross for Paddy Payne. Uh, I like that he. I didn't mind its resumption. I like he's been proactive. Sent it back to the trial on Monday, uh, straight from that trial to town. Ended eighteen bucks from the inside gates. Might be another one to consider for your Quadrilla Beaver. Thought I might have had one on you here and found <laughs> it one, and you found it for me. Like a belt hill. Wow. Um, I thought the same as you. Um, one well first up, and then um, that was a as favourite and then come to Flemington and Bron King, uh, that was a good win last start, but it was well back and was picking him off nicely in that um, without a lot of clear air. Um, again, the step up here looks good. I think the gate's good and uh, I think it can run super well. Um, so I like the pick, good good find, but I, I did think Elkington Road could run another, another nice race. I, I like the win last start, gets the three kilo claim here, um, but Jockey, not sure, but prior to that, had some good form behind the likes of dashing, so um, going well enough. But it's uh, Belt Hill for me. Good stuff. Uh, I'm impressed, Beaver. Well done. That's just going to yes. win now. Uh, the eighth is yeah. a benchmark right. 84. <laughs> what can go wrong? 1,300 metres, benchmark 84 is next, where we get our boy Wiramu, uh on top of the favourite again. Are you, are you giving him a chance here? I am giving it a chance here. I thought it was a good run last start, and I think third up here is is um, you know sort of right, right cherry right to run well. Um, if it doesn't win this, I would be definitely it would be for the sack file for me um, because this is a very winnable race. Um, it's always been in the market in a number of these races and uh, kind of let us down a little bit. So. Look, I've got it on top. Um, I want to see it winning. Otherwise, it'll never get me again. Um, so I think it, it'll run well. I think you can't you can't rule out some Sandy Prince. That was a pretty no. good run last start. It had to do a little bit of work as well. And got completely um, pestered the whole time. It got pestered the whole time, and um, that was a that was quite a tough run. So I think it can run really well. Uh, drops a kilo on that. So I think the eight fifty marks would I'd be saving on it. 
agree with you. You've, yeah, with what you said about Sandy Prince, you have to forgive that, and uh, and I have. I think it's a live chance. I'm just going to take him on because of the jockey. Uh, Pacific Ruby on top for me. Uh, done. It's done some nice stuff each time it's been to the races, and it's put in a couple of nice trials in preparation for this. Uh, comes here around the $5 mark on top from Sandy Prince. He's a bun of all, obviously uh, terrified of, but... Just take him on, uh, and and had to take. I had to drag myself away from Sig Positano here. I kept I kept sort of flickering back to him, but let's see him win one first. Hey, we finished the day with a eighteen hundred meter handicap, uh, which isn't a bad little race actually. But I've I've made a decision here for better or worse to go against the Normandy Bridge lead up. Uh, it was it was quite soft through the line and. Um, Run that race well, so but I've, I've sort of decided to take that race on. I don't think it was that strong and a fair. It's left me with a couple. Uh, Alvadun is going pretty well, gets out to 1800 meters, gets a claim for Luke Campbell, who we know can ride some winners, at least in Perth. And uh, you can tie off the form into some of the rest of the field through Keats, where it ran quite well behind. Uh, I think gives you a sight. Daytona Bay beat Altivo last time, that's got a count here with Carleen Heffel. Altivo uh, would probably be favorite in this field. And Macram's the best horse. It uh, gassed out quite early in a straight first up. Maybe one more run, but uh, with Joe McNeil jumping on, uh, I had it next best. What do you make of this one? Yeah, interesting race, this one. Um, I've gone for Algodon as well. Um, what is happening? Off, I think it was uh, a pretty good run last start. It was only a couple of lengths off Gunstock, who come out and run a really nice race mm-hmm. after that as well. And prior to that, it did beat the Tano Bay by three lengths. So yep. I know you tried the the um, Daytona Bay form through its last effort. So that's that was a pretty good run as well. It does drop about five kilos on that start, Daytona Bay too, from its last start, which is a good line here. So this is a really good race to finish the day. I think the top four in the market hold the key, um, and one of those will be winning. But Albert on top. Um, Daytona Bay, you know, Deep Strike was a good run as well yeah. and gets 51 kilos. So, again, the pace will tell a lot. Um, good race to finish today. Give us your uh, – it's a tough quaddie, but throw it out there for us for progetracing.com.au, your Melbourne quaddie. Yeah, well, I'll give you my Melbourne quaddie. First leg, race six, I've got number 19, Mudamana, Mudamani. Mm-hmm. Um, and number 11, Naboo Star, and 16, Pichanan. Mm-hmm. So I've gone a little bit wide there, just uh, if the fave doesn't win. In the second leg, I've gone number one, Elkington Road, number four, Belt Hill, number 10, Golden Path, and number 11, Hellfire. In the third leg, I've gone number two, he's our Bonneville. Number seven, do your punk. Number eight, Sandy Prince. And number 12, Pacific Ruby. And to finish the day, I've gone at number five, Normandy Bridge. Number nine, Daytona Bay. Number 10, Deep Strike. Number 13, Alvadan. And number three, Cherry Tortoni. Excellent. For progracing.com.au, your best in value now. 
Yes, my best bet comes up in race six, number 19, Mudamani. And my value bet comes up in race seven, number four, Beltil. Race seven, number four, Beltil. My value on the card, race four, number two, Arctica, I think is my best bet in the mayor's race. We've got, if you had a look at Rose Hill, that is a, another deep program at Rose Hill. Have you had a chance to get through any of it? I've had a, I've had a quick squeeze. I think the favourite uh, will win the first, Osmosis. Um, a bit short, but will be winning. My value comes up in race four, number nine, Union Army. It's about $8. It was extremely unlucky last start. It was climbing all over the back of them. Um, I think that'll run a really good race. Don't miss that one. And... Uh, later in the day, I'm going to stick with uh, race seven, number nine, Democracy Manifest. Got a bit out of its ground on its last chance. And I think um, race eight, number five, Conscript. I think it can run well yeah. again. Uh, just one for me, race 10, number 10, Crafty Eagle wins again too, I think. Uh, anything else around Australia? That's it for me, mate. Morfootville race six, number two, another Ponzi uh, can ride, well, should win that one. And one more chance, race seven, number one, Golden Crusader heading to Adelaide, drop in class there. Couple in Belmont if you want to get out. Race one, number one, Hanshi, and race eight, number eight, category three. There there we go. We've got all the states covered. Uh, we will. Where did you go? Yeah, I know. Almost some spare time on my hands. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Beaver. I'm going to uh, not watch the Tigers replay and get ready for Saturday. Long weekend racing. I may even try and punch out a preview. If, is there even long weekend racing on Monday? Actually, that is. Uh, we'll work all, something out, mate. All, all our planning happens on air here. Uh, we've got Warwick Farm Mornington Monday. So we'll get a little bit of an article or a show for that. Good punning, guys. We will talk soon. Bye.